Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Bottled Up Podcast, and boy, was that a crazy weekend at Talladega, and that's why we sort of held off on putting this episode out. We knew the racing this weekend was going to be crazy, and I wanted to cover all three series, but my goodness, how can we not talk about that cup race? It was absolute insanity from the start to the finish. Right off the bat, it looked just like an iRacing event. Uh... One Facebook post that sticks out in my mind was, are we watching C-Fixed, bottom split C-Fixed in iRacing, or are we watching the NASCAR Cup Series? Wrecks like crazy all over the place. I was really amazed at the number of damaged cars that continued to run, continued to race, and race competitively. Alex Bowman comes to mind where he was still running up near the front helping teammates out. Uh, Jimmy Johnson tried to do the same thing, and it didn't work out quite so well for him the car held up well after they went to the garage and they came back out the car held up fairly well and they got in the draft and the air from the other cars just pulled all the tape right off and brought out a debris caution right away so go figure but a lot of the cars that were heavily damaged still ran well but that finish at the end was something really really crazy and it's really split the community right down I don't even want to say down the middle because it sure seems like there's uh, a lot more agreement on one side than the other. So if you didn't see the ending, then make sure to go check it out quickly because everyone is going to be talking about it throughout the week. Now, NASCAR at Super Speedway's Daytona Talladega have a very strict rule. You cannot touch or go below the double yellow line with your tires or any part of the car and advance your position. Those are the rules. You cannot go below the double yellow to advance your position. And they've taken wins away for it. They've penalized drivers for it. They've done a whole lot in the past when people have had the audacity to go below the double yellow line. And yesterday, during the racing, Matt DiMenedetto on the white flag lap went from all the way up at the top down to the bottom. He was not clear of William Byron as he was anticipating. He ended up touching the 24 and pushing him uh, onto the L line, the 24 saved it, and to avoid this, Denny Hamlin went down below, in turns three and four, went down below the double yellow line, and rode around there, and on the exit of turn four, he re-entered the track. There was room for him to enter beforehand, but he went down in the middle of turns three and four, and right down there at the bottom, he stayed until the exit of turn four, even though in turn four, about a second, maybe two seconds after he lost the opportunity to remain on on the track above the double yellow. He could have re-entered and chose not to. And NASCAR did not penalize him. He beat Matt DiMandetto to the line by just a couple thousandths of a second. Very, very close finish. I mean, not even a car length, maybe half a car, if that, a third of a car, quarter of a car. He beat him to the line. And he won the race. He started celebrating, and there was no call from NASCAR. So people watching the broadcast, myself included, I remember sitting there saying, you can't possibly call that. You can't say that Denny didn't go below the double yellow. He did, and he had an opportunity to come up sooner that he did not take. So per the rules, per the precedents they've set in 2018 in the Xfinity Series and just in general over the years, Per the precedent that they have set, you have to take the win away. And I'm by no means a Denny Hamlin fan. I'm by no means a Denny Hamlin hater. I'm not a DeMandetto, Chase Elliott, William, you know, William Byron. He was up there in the mix fan. But per the rules and the precedents they've set, 
you have to take that win away and give it to Matt Benedetto, which that's not a bad story. That would be something good to see, I think. I'm not a fan of his, but seeing that would be good for the guy. And my goodness, they refused to take that win away from Denny Hamlin. That's seven on the year for the guy. And on top of that, while Matt Benedetto was doing his first post-race interview right after they finished it up, they said on NBCSN, They've just penalized Matt Benedetto and Chase Elliott for pushing people below the double yellow line. And people were not too happy. It is That was one of two times in my memory that you could audibly hear the entire crowd booing. The entire crowd just agreeing in hatred of that call. My goodness, though. It, w- it was... It's very difficult to allow that uh, to allow that win to stand, but to also penalize Matt Benedetto afterwards was pretty pretty unbelievable. I, I think it's universally agreed that NASCAR made the wrong call there, and then they doubled down on it by making two more bad ones. Now they rescinded Chase Elliott's penalty, but not Matt Benedetto. He scored with a 21st place finish at the end of the Talladega race here this weekend. So after all is said and done, Denny Hamlin was your winner. Eric Jones comes home in second despite crossing the line. I want to say it was fourth originally. Ty Dillon finishes in third. William Byron in fourth. Chase Elliott fifth. Ryan Newman, Tyler Reddick, John Hunter Nemechek. Brennan Poole with a fantastic run in the 15. Ryan Priest finishes 10th. Justin Haley finishes 11th after winning the Xfinity Series race. Austin Dillon, 12th. Quinn Hoff with a fantastic run for Starcom Racing in 13th. Then you have the very damaged Alex Bowman, Timmy Hill, the 66 car, coming home 15th. Matt Kenseth, Joey Gase, Brad Keselowski, Cody Ware, then Kevin Harvick. Then the final car on the lead lap there, Matt DiBenedetto, comes home there towards the tail end. Chris Buescher was scored behind him, as well as Martin Truex Jr., Bubba Wallace, Ryan Blaney, Joey Logano, Kyle Busch, Corey LaJoy, Jimmy Johnson, James Davison, Cole Custer, Kurt Busch, Clint Foyer, Daniel Suarez, Brendan Gaughan, Michael McDowell, Eric Almirola, Ricky Senhouse Jr., who was out right from the beginning, and Christopher Bell there at the end. Now that sets up an interesting an interesting uh, layout for the playoffs. In first, you have Denny Hamlin, then Kurt Busch. They are both locked into the next round. They don't have to worry about the Roval whatsoever. Then Kevin Harvick sits comfortably in third. He's plus 68 points. Chase Elliott in fourth, in in fourth, then Brad Keselowski, Martin Truex Jr., Alex Bowman, and Joey Logano round out the top eight. Then below the cut line, 21 points out, which is going to be a very, very difficult hill, uh, hole to climb out of, is Kyle Busch, 21 points down. Austin Dillon, Clint Boyer, Eric Almirola, looking like need-to-win situations for, I believe, Clint Boyer, Eric Almirola are the only two that need to win. Austin Dillon and Kyle Busch are both 21 points out as of going into the Roval after all the penalties and everything of Talladega. Over on the Xfinity Series side, Chase Briscoe still leads the way. Justin Haley now in second. Then you have Sindrick in third, Noah Gregson, Brandon Jones, Ryan Sieg with a fantastic run at Talladega. He is now 27 points to the good and ahead of Justin Allgaier and Ross Chastain, who's seven points up. Then below the cut line, you have Harrison Burton, Brandon Brown, Riley Herbst, and Michael Annette. Mike, uh, I'm sorry, Riley Herbst and Michael Annette are now both in need-to-win situations over at the Roval. That will be very tough for them. Then, over in the NASCAR Gander Outdoor Truck Series, 
RV and Outdoors Truck Series. The name will be changed once again next year, so it's coming full circle. You have Austin Hill leading the way, then Sheldon Creed, Zane Smith, Grant Denfinger, Brett Moffitt, Ben Rhodes, Matt Crafton, and Tyler Ankrum are the only ones remaining. Christian Eckes, Todd Gilliland were eliminated at Talladega earlier this weekend after being involved in incidents. Overall, though, aside from all the drama and chaos of playoff racing at Talladega, it was good racing. I enjoyed watching it. I think a lot of people enjoyed watching the race, but... Honestly, at the end of the day, those calls that NASCAR made, in my personal opinion, NASCAR completely blew it. They absolutely dropped the ball. I've not been left absolutely stunned, speechless in a long time. But that was, the officiating was inconsistent. It, it was just flat out wrong. They, they had a chance to continue the precedent that they had set of... You do not get to go below the double yellow. And if you do, you have to get back on track as soon as possible. And Denny Hamlin, in my opinion, didn't do it. And I know I'm not the guy strapped into the race car. I understand that. But at the same time, neither is anyone up in the officiator's booth. They are not strapped into the cars, and they make the calls based on the rules. And I think they really, really flubbed it and dropped the ball there on that one. But hey... That's just my opinion. I'm just a guy on the outside looking in. Everyone, I hope you've enjoyed this week's episode of Bottled Up.